0: This week's episode is brought to you by Revival Collection Volume 1. Enter the game too late? Want to get old cards without paying too much money? Well, now you can. And this is Volume 1. <laughs> We're free! I'm Atlas, your host, and today it's 95 degrees in Riverside, and we're talking about things that anger us in Vanguard, the pet peeves. So, why don't we go around the table and introduce ourselves? Uh, I'm Atlas. I play Grand Blue, Pale Moon, and Great Nature.
1: I'm Chris. I play Genesis and Nova Grappler. And everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, doubt uh, Gold Paladin a little bit.
2: And uh, I'm Josie, and I play Great Nature, Angel Feather, and Pale Moon.
0: And you have quite a few wins under your belt, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I, I don't mean to like toot your horn for you, but like I I get so excited when I have guests on here. So yeah, no, it's
2: it's all right. Yeah. I've been like competitions have been really good this year. It's just been a good year, and there's going to be a tournament here in Germany next month. So oh, your BWC? hopefully, yeah, the the German qualifier, the yeah. Continentals. So since I only came top eight in Belgium, and then top eight the first round. I lost against my teammate, in which, who I won Belgium with in the team league. Oh well, but, but it, he won Belgium, so it's all right.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> a, 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 at least you like represented Great Nature. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But yeah. we were we were two people yeah. representing Great Nature in the top eight, yeah. so it was pretty cool.
0: Well, I'm hoping that come October here in California, I can uh, I can carry that torch because I've been trying. I've been at it for like three years now. So hooray!
2: No, but with the new Big belly Stride, it's...
0: Oh my god, it's going to be such a good time.
2: It's so good.
0: Yeah. Well, on to brass tacks, really. So when as as we play this trading card game, we're bound to run into people who piss us off. We're bound to run, run into habits or things that happen that anger us, so we're here to talk about it. Does anybody kind of want to get the ball rolling and then we can jump off it?
1: So I was on um, my locals yesterday, and one of my friends, they were playing in the tournament, and what wound up happening was... He was playing Sunshine Bert because he runs Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. And somebody tried to rule Shark him despite having clearly read the card and knowing exactly what the rulings were. And it kind of bothers me that people will read the card and yet try to twist the wording of the card to, you know, master own benefit when it clearly says on the card, it is one way or the other. Like, do you guys ever run into that at all? Or?
2: Not- yeah, that actually happened to me in um, Belgium.
0: <laughs> what happened?
2: Only, like, two weeks ago. Well, I was playing Great Nature, and um, do you know the stride from the Fighters Collection? I always forget how to pronounce his name.
0: Printers? Uh,
2: yeah, the one of, like, Soul Blast, give a card, yeah. plus 4,000, you give additional yeah. plus 4,000, whatever.
0: Yeah, well,
2: Yeah, he has, like, the weirdest Word. wording, I would say, because everything in Great Nature is, like, at the end of your turn yeah but he isn't and then it just got into like this we ended up having to call a judge over and everything and it was just kind of like i knew how the card worked someone even uploaded a video on youtube how to explain it and oh i and, remember uh,
0: that guy and, that, that guy was hilarious because yeah he, have you seen the video he was he was pissed i forgot who it was but yeah, like he yeah, has yeah. this thing where i like, know you
2: mean the, the, the yeah. video went like five minutes initially like four of the min- like four or five minutes were just like you guys are this sort of stupid, and like you <laughs> just didn't even explain it. to yeah. like the last I seconds, see was like, "It happens. Like you draw a card instantly. You don't have to wait till the end of a turn." Uh, so like when I drew my card, my opponent was like, "Why are you drawing your card?" And I was like, "Because it's card effect." So like he ended up reading it, and it was oh, it was such a mess. I mean, especially with the um the new grade three that we got and the tactical booster, the one that restands
0: oh, wow. for success.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's like everyone is just like so confused with that card because some people were saying you can't give that rear guard the trigger power. And some people were saying, like, you can't give the Vengard the trigger power. And it was, ugh, I don't know, it was so confusing the whole tournament.
0: Yeah, I, I noticed a lot of new great nature cards have that. So Hrimthurs is you have the, you know, you Soul Blast, give something plus 4k, and then you can give it an additional plus 4k. Yeah. And at the end of the turn, right. kill it. And then period, full stop, end of sentence, new sentence, if the power of the unit chosen with this effect is 20k or greater draw card. So, as soon as you pass that threshold, boom, there you go. Yeah. It's the same with Sylvester, which is, uh, by the way, that card is going to give me nightmares because he's got like the weird bullet <laughs> and his bony witch fingers. Ugh. Anyway, so his thing is as soon as you hit success, 25K. Someone hits 25K, draw a card right there. It doesn't matter what the timing is. Mm. So, people kind of don't seem to get that. It's the same thing with like End Phase, where uh, I go End Phase, retire this unit, and then they go, okay, stand and draw. I'm like, bitch, did I say I was finished? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I hit that. <laughs> I, I hate that so much Ugh. because it's like I'm searching my grid free out and then I'm shuffling my deck and then I have to wait for the person to cut because I still need to draw like five cards or yeah. something. Yeah. And then they've already like drawn the card and I'm like, I'm not finished. Like, yeah. this is great nature. Yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely a total pet peeve of mine is when just people don't believe me when I'm playing something and it's just. <sighs> yeah.
0: I mean, it, it... There's a very, uh, like, I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh, and the wording is even more difficult in that game. At least yeah. this is easier to understand. But yeah, like, but
2: Yu-Gi-Oh is even more complicated about the chaining yeah. Instead.
0: Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and missing the game. timing and just, ugh, yeah. screw it. Yeah, just, I, I think the main pet peeve we can take from this is read your freaking cards, man. Learn yeah. the card. Or, or even worse is when people don't read their own cards and you've read them. Oh, like yeah. Either you've played against them and have it done, had it done to you or you've played the clan or whatever.
2: You you know the um the new starter from Kagero that's like um when the card's been retired, you can put him into your soul and then like your opponent chooses another card and has to retire it?
0: That's not new. Uh, it's been around since BT14. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah? Yeah.
2: Oh, I thought it was newer because like one of my friends recently started playing it so I thought it was a newer card because I don't really interest myself that much in Kagero. I don't like it either. Anyway, like... Half the time when he was playing it, because we never read the card, and apparently he never read the card, so we always felt that he was allowed to choose which uh-huh. card has to get retired, and we were like, oh, this is so broken. Until like one day one of our friends was like, you do understand that you do get to retire. Like, It's your choice which card you get to retire. And I don't know. It was just one of these cases of like, no one read the card. So the whole entire time we were thinking, like, oh, why is nobody playing this card? It's so broken. Yeah. Just, like,
0: Okay, so yeah. Yeah. The, the card is Dragon Knight Sadeed. Sade. And then it's okay. uh, from Brilliant Strike. Yeah, so it's it's nothing new. I think it's just it's got a new lease on life. But otherwise, yeah, I th- there's like another thing where I, I, I've been guilty of it myself. Like uh, in Pill Moon, the Harry Stride, I didn't know that they choose which cards to put into their soul when you okay. call out the full field. Because it still is mm-hmm. on attack, you counterblast to eat, put a rear guard into soul and then call up to three things out of soul and then if after that you have yeah. five or more rear guards your opponent picks two of the rear guards and puts them in soul i thought you picked so yeah you know yeah. no one's immune
2: yeah yeah, it's just i don't know so it's just, it was just so embarrassing when like you realize that you've just been playing with the wrong card effect and it's like why did nobody like read this card <laughs> yeah. where there's like 15 people in the community and we're all like oh yeah this, seem, this seems legit and there's that one guy that's like you guys are all stupid you're <laughs> not read the cards. <laughs> i what? live in germany so like it's in english so everyone expects me to like obviously because the cards are in english I and mean, then when there's like this one german guy just comes over and is like can't you read english and i'm like oh i just never read for card oh my god it's so embarrassing wait is that
0: a thing with like, it's like where people can't read english too well in germany or what's what's it like
2: german people are so good in english like
0: yeah mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm just, like, ashamed of, like, how lazy I was learning French when I still lived in England. And then I see, like, everyone here in Germany, and they're just, like, they're not fluent, but, like, they're really good. Yeah. So, I mean, we have we have a few cases where they're not that good in English because some people just aren't good in languages, I guess.
0: Well, okay, so, so here, here's why. So in... In Europe, all of you have all these countries densely packed together. If you get in a car and drive three hours in any direction, you're going to be in an entirely different country with its own culture and its own history. If I'm in California and I drive three hours north, I'm going to see Chris. I'm going to see someone like Chris. or I'm going to see the same type of people because the country is so freaking huge. That, yeah. yeah. So it's partially due to that and it's partially due to the intense nationalism following – World War Two where they're like, Yeah, fuck Europe and all that stuff. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh my my apologies for uh us.
2: <laughs> no, it's all right. Well like what we're, we're just as lazy in the UK because yeah. it's like even when we do like well, I can speak for like English people. But it's, like, the majority, it's, like, even when we do go to another country in Europe, like, you just assume that they all speak English, yeah. and, like, you just never make the extra effort to, like, try and communicate them in their language, although you're in their country. We're, like, totally off topic now.
0: <laughs> hey, man, I don't care. This is interesting. It's neat. Whatever. Uh, n- next other pet peeve thing, I know this is very similar to the salt etiquette, but whatever new guests new 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 perspectives let's see people who who play too fast right where yeah. Where, yeah. where they go okay uh attack no guard triple drive one two three I'm like i i didn't even see the color of what was on that trigger or <laughs> if it was a trigger at all i yeah. just saw a blur and now you have three extra cards in your hand Like, yeah
2: yeah, yeah. And, and, and then i think we, everyone I think everyone has a person like that in their community. Like, because I'm definitely thinking of one person right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, th- there's That's a, a couple people, or, or or like you go like, hey, can you can you show me like where'd you drive check? And they go, ah, show it to you. I'm like, what? Mm. you're the I'm one inconveniencing of... me, monkey boy. Like, I'm guilty of it myself, just because like I'll
1: have like a very streamlined consciousness of the game at the moment. And I've already like planned my next move. My opponent will see me like drive checking, and I've already like given the power over, and it's just like, "Wait, hold on, I need to show them the triggers.
2: yeah, but that's where like whenever I drive check, I always put my drive check on my vanguard, like the cards on my vanguard, just so that like my opponent can actually see what yeah. I'm drive checking. I wish people would do that for me too, but they don't. I should start and nothing that. is more annoying than just like when you're especially when you're playing a tournament and you're kind of like, can you show me that again?" Yeah. And they're always like, ah. but I just need to remember what cards are in the hand, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So... These are the same
0: people that hand shuffle. Oh god. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And for most people that do that, are Yu-Gi-Oh players. Yeah. I've realized that too. But like like the aggressive ones that do it. Because I do it sometimes too. But then I'm also like really O C D when it comes to my cards. So like I'll do it. And then I always have to sort my cards from, like, zero to three.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. I can see that. I usually do that if there's a big attack coming, so I can just kind of drop the cards needed for the guard so I can be all flashy. Like, guard! And then you kind of throw them at the guard circle and they land perfectly. I like to be yeah. flashy you know, sometimes.
2: I have, like, I really, like, I have my trigger, and then I have to have my perfect guards next to my trigger. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, like... A great reason that I want to like throw away the strider at the front, and it's like I really have like everything organized.
1: Oh, that's yeah, that's what I do if I'm like waiting on an opponent. Like I'll just sort my hand because I'm kind of a fidgeter, as uh, Atlas yeah. knows.
0: Yeah, he does this thing with his throat where he he does this like lot of like like he's calling a horse or something. Okay. I don't know how he does it, but it annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I don't know. I don't know if you've listened to past episodes, but I have. I have made fun of you like at least six times, and there's only oh, ten episodes. Okay, just making sure. Um, I know. <laughs> all right. Um, it sounds like a great friendship. That, that's. I'm sorry. That's how I make friends. I make fun <laughs> of people. Like pretty much. Yeah. But otherwise, like the thing with. Oh yeah, I do this thing. I know this pisses people off. If I it, like, you know how in great nature your hand's huge, like ten, eleven cards in a yeah. one time. I love yeah. to fan it out and fan myself with them, and then really? that's,
2: if that's so obnoxious
0: <laughs> if if I'm really being an asshole, I'll go, I do declare like in a southern accent, I've been kicked in the <laughs> shins like at least six times, and I totally deserve it. yeah do, do you want
2: to hear something funny I'm listening uh, um when I was in Belgium, and this was really sad, like, um, this was a round before Top 8, so, yeah. like, everyone was super nervous. Yeah. And I had to play against Seven Seas, and it's like, I love playing against Seven Seas. I don't know why everyone hates the deck, but when I'm playing with Chat Noir, mm-hmm. and I see, like, the start of a Seven Seas, I was like, oh, yes. And then this poor guy is like, oh, Great Nature. Like, I've never played against Great Nature before. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, God, no. Like, this is going to be so bad, I'm going to have to explain all the cards, and then time out, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so, like, I do, like, I do my break ride. I've, like, strode Chat yeah. And then this guy is, like, how many cards do you have in your hand? And I count, and I'm, like, 17. Oh, my and, God. And, like, he just had, he just had this face of, like, utter despair. Just, just like, how am I supposed to win this? And he has, like, three hand cards. He's on, like, four damage. Oh, my God. And it's uh, just... Uh, well, it okay. was so sad. Because, like, and when I was drawing my cards, he was, like, he was... Obviously, you've got to explain your card effects, especially when someone's, like, never played against Great Nature before. And then he was, like, effects from, like, Duckbell and, like, Chet Noir and stuff. He was, like, they all stack. And then it was, oh, yeah. I felt so sorry for him. Poor guy. As if, um, like, he's just looked into the eyes of the devil, just, like, no. but they are all so cute and fluffy. <laughs> um, and it's just, it was so sad. The,
0: there is a way around. Okay, so I, I found that stuff that can kind of hammer away at the wall has an easier matchup against Great Nature. So, like, Tachikaze where they can retire their stuff and then have a new field and then get more attacks out of it. In my Seven C's build, I run six stands. So it's... Do you remember Stand Blue from long ago? Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's like that, where you run six stands, and you have, like, you know, Slash Shade, and maybe you have, like, the Night Rose Stride or whatever. So if you set up your field right, although if you had three hand cards, you was probably screwed by then, but, you know... Th- th- mm. there's a, there's a way around it and you just kind of have to keep hammering away if great nature just keeps drawing cards eventually they're gonna have to draw into terrible ones because there's no trigger thinning except for mike's and so mm. yeah yeah um a- another reason i had you on the podcast josie was i know that you were a part of ash's podcast where it was all
2: Oh when I I didn't I didn't make it to the podcast. Oh. But, okay. Yeah, but really. I w- I was meant to be part. You you were meant
0: meant to be part of it. Oh yeah, that's right. Helen yeah. Helen made it, you didn't. But okay, so I, I I know that anybody who has like any woman who has played Vanguard has had to deal with sexism in mm. some form or another. So we're we're going to yeah. have to talk about this because it's interesting Sleep. and <laughs> hopefully to the to the uh, like ses- sexist dicks listening to this podcast stop it. I don't mean to white knight or anything, but just, uh, it's a problem. Uh, so, yeah,
2: it, it really is a problem. Just like even in Belgium, like a week ago or whatever it was, it's like, you could tell, it's just like whenever, like you would actually be listening to like conversations as you do, if you're just waiting for your friends Yeah, and they would be like, Oh, I hope I get to play against one of the girls. And like, Seriously? normally it's like, Damn. yeah, yeah. Because obviously like normally, unless you play against like, like obviously like. Helen and stuff like that, because she's, like, super famous in the Vanguard community. Now
0: she is. It's, like,
2: like the majority of the guys, they just, like, look down, like, upon girls. Because normally it's, like, they're only at the competition because, like, their boyfriend. I and then they normally play stuff, like, Pale Moon or, like, Bermuda Triangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's, like, they always come in with this assumption that, like, oh, it's going to be, like, an easy win. I just think it's kind of sad, especially because, like, top eight... Like, in Belgium, at least this time, like, we were two girls. I mean, that's a, so. that's
0: a quarter of top eight.
2: Yeah, but, like, but then, like, in the whole competition, I think there were, like, six of us.
0: Oh. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so like, it, like I've tried to get, like, female friends of mine in, into the game, or just friends in general, because more friends that play Vanguard equals good. But, 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 like, it's hard to get into it. One, because, you know, some people, it's just not their thing. But two, there's, like, the extra barrier of, oh, women, and then then it turns into that scene from the Warriors with the bottles.
2: It's like, I don't know, it's like, I haven't had, like, I haven't had a lot of experience where, like, the men would, like, say it to my face. But you can always kind of, like, when you're walking around a tournament, like, you can always, like, I don't know, I didn't like it when I heard the one guy say, like, oh, I hope I get to play against one of the girls. It's just so wrong.
0: Did you get any any uh, dickish behavior in in ter- in play? I guess
2: not really. But like, define dickish. Like, what do you mean?
0: <laughs> okay, so l- let's say. Um, oh, you're playing Great Nature. I-, I thought you might play Pale Moon or Bermuda Triangle or I don't know. Mm, um,
2: no, I had a, I had a lot of people like thinking I was going to play Angel Feather. That's, that's
0: fair because th- that's what they've seen you play, though.
2: Yeah, but that's because I won Belgium with introvert, yeah. and I played it at Continentals, so it wasn't really like
0: what they said. It was
2: kind of true, just because I was known for introvert. Then
0: that's but... fair enough. That's like
2: yeah, but, but like there's kind of like I, like I hate to admit it, but sometimes there is like truth to the stereotype. Yeah, because like every single girl that I did, apart from Helen, obviously.
0: Yeah,
2: like they all did play like Pill Moon. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I like mean... Neo Necta.
0: I guess so. I mean, a- Ashley plays Pilum and she's damn good at it. And uh, yeah,
2: I mean, I mean, just because like, just because you play a clan that's like, I'm not like made for women, but like, well, girls, like, I'm saying it with quotation marks. Like, yeah,
0: no, I get it. I don't
2: mean it, but like, um, it doesn't mean that it's bad. Yeah, or does it mean that they play it bad? Because people think Angel Feather is like, oh, it used to at least be just a clan for girls. And then like I went seven zero, I mean seven one with it in Belgium.
0: If you say so, I mean like, okay, so uh, one of the head three of uh, Nexus Core, Gabe. His two main clans are Angel Feather and Neo Nectar. And Gabe, if you're listening to this, I know you're at uh, at NYU right now, but I still have nightmares about all of the rescue shenanigans and. Oh, my God. <laughs> painful like i don't care how girly the clan is it's it's scary like yeah like i'm tearing up right now do you understand <laughs> like
2: <laughs> i remember that like when whenever i played uh locals because i like oh this is so weird it's like i always had this feeling that like i was always really bad at vanguard so like i never played tournaments interesting which is like i don't like it was always just kind of like because like although like i'm only like surrounded by guys and obviously i think guys in general are a lot more confident and females oh, yeah. and especially the fact of like my german isn't like perfect so i was always kind of shy but then like i started playing locals but this was like after belgium and whenever like i took out intro fever because i wanted to play at my locals like everyone would look at me and just be like are you seriously going to play that like try harding and
0: oh cuz it's popular i don't know it now. was it
2: was just yeah like yeah. It, but it was just kind of funny because like intro fever never got took seriously and when i went to belgium with it and then like all the guys at my community were like Please don't be, play Angel Sever, Like it was so funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you, you, uh, yeah. you are the video that reverse killed the radio star. That was the worst metaphor. Um,
2: but fun fact, fun fact on with um, in both tournaments, I played um, what's it called Great Nature, and this was before the new set, and I either came first or second. Oh, there fact. you go. Oh, nice. And that was before Great Nature was like. With big belly and like unbeatable oh. stride unit, but yeah, like I think in... I think in general like Grid Nature has this effect because um at my locals like no one played Grid Nature yeah so the link suddenly when I took my deck out like my like my close friends knew obviously like Grid Nature because I've been playing it since also like B T seven was when it came out when, yeah
0: when they got like their proper debut B T O two they got yeah. like, their eight and yeah, they got and got like... They
2: got, yeah they got four cards they got they got four cards they got like. As the, a grade zero that you could even use as a far runner and then yeah. like 8k 9k vanilla and then this really stupid ape but i don't know like the clan has always just been like people didn't think much of it but even with like the small support the clan had like it's still strong yeah like well, in my opinion at least
0: well because you have you have a lot of offense where you're like putting pressure on them in these like mm. 4k column or you know 4k boosts yeah And then you have these, like, I call them, I call it life insurance. Mm -hmm. So, uh, So, like, you stack the life insurances on these things that you're, you know, getting all these boosts on, and they die, and then you draw like four cards for the price of one. Yeah. And like, yep. and then it just gets crazier and crazier. And then for some yep. reason, nobody really in my area, be it Riverside where I go to school, or you know back home in LA in Los Angeles, really plays great nature. Partially because it's annoying to do math, and uh, <laughs> I don't think people like math very much. And then partially because uh, I get kind of uh, you know grumpy when when other people try and bite my style. You know, you know, it, I look like a retired linebacker, so you, you know, there's yeah. uh, I have more bark than bite <laughs> but you
2: you've, you've just reminded me of one of my pet peeves go for it so i play obviously angel feather and great nature yeah and both of these clans require a lot of maps so <laughs> and nothing is worse when i'm trying to like because i don't use dice oh. because i'm too lazy to buy them
0: i mean now you can um, you're allowed to
2: yeah no but I, in general like i don't have any i'm just oh. too lazy to like buy them oh. <laughs> i think my friend should get me some for christmas <laughs> But, um, Does but your yeah, friend listen saying, to the
0: podcast? Maybe, maybe he or she knows.
2: Well, one of my friends is here, so maybe if I speak loud oh. enough, he can hear me. Oh, okay. <laughs> when I'm trying to add up everything, and mm-hmm. then my opponent, because I take a while because I want to make sure that like everything is correct, and like they start adding up, adding it up for me oh because yeah. that's what like some of my friends do at my like at my locals oh, well like, that's the worst like i'll be like i'll be like yeah i've got 4k from this 4k from this 4k from this and then my friend would be like oh yeah that's like 16 plus the seven and i'm like yeah but i'm also thinking about the future like because i haven't played yet and then like i'll be at a number and then he'll be at a number and then it's like i have to start from the beginning again and then it's just uh when people try playing for you i guess
0: Oh, back, back yeah, seat, like, backseat, backseat card fighting.
2: Like, yeah, or like when people are spectating, and then like let's say you're like you're playing one of your friends' decks, and then they'll be like, you've got to do this and this and this. And I'm just kind of like, let me figure it out myself.
0: I, I I do admit I I get like that sometimes with my own stuff, but I preemptively tell the person if you don't want me back the backseat card fighting, tell me to leave because otherwise I'm gonna do it. But yeah, it, it is very annoying to be on the receiving end of that for sure
2: yeah i just remember it's like i just remembered it because like i have one guy at my locals that does it for me like all the time and i'm oh. just like please let me add up these numbers i want to do it myself
0: <laughs> or, or even worse is if you tell them to stop doing that and then you start doing something and they do this
2: <sighs> or yeah. like
0: they, they wince or something i'm like dude fuck you all right just yeah dude, like let me figure yeah. it out
1: i was at my locals yesterday and i was playing the genesis deck that i just finished building with Yada and Himiko. And this guy, he was he was standing behind me and he was like, yo, why aren't you playing Fenrir? Oh, that's and a good
0: one. That's a good one.
1: I'm just like, are you joking right now? <laughs> and I explained to him as I was playing that like- I'm poor. <laughs> I just wanted to try something different. Yeah. Uh, and he was just like, oh man, but that build is so weak. The cards are so shit. And I showed him as I was playing exactly why I was playing this build and I restood two rear guards and called another column and he was like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> so some but people I,
2: I can I can relate with that so much because when I won I don't want to keep like relating back to it, but that's just dude, like d- dude. because so many because so like I had so much attention from it. A lot of people like were saying stuff like about me, I guess. So yeah. um when I won Belgium with um intra Everyone was playing Norseal and exactly how they would do it in Japan. But I wasn't a big fan of Norseal, well, at least at the time. So, like, I had my own Indra Feather, yeah. like, deck. With Deville. And it had, like, it had it had mostly Gabriel in it. And people were constantly, like, why aren't you playing Norseal? And I'm just, like, because I feel more confident with this deck. Or because I like Gabriel's, like, defense more, I guess. Like, the, the plus 2k that she gets. And, like, it was just so annoying me so much. But everyone was, like but why are you playing no seal And I'm like, no Seal isn't the only like viable deck. Yeah. Yes. It's like the, the released of the cards. Like, I don't have to play exactly how they do in Japan.
1: Yeah. And see, that's the thing about it, it, Japan it, it... versus the United States too, according to what Atlas and Matt have been saying before. Like the
0: Japanese meta is very different than over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah same
2: of... here in Europe.
0: Like, play... um, The biggest example is that people in the U.S. for some reason played Chronodron as their starter, and then J- Japan has been doing TikTok Worker to the extent where they had to not only ban it as your starter, but make it so you can only run one per deck. I, I think the U.S. a just because it's the anime and like there's the there's the conne- connection there, but also because that feeling of going okay, time leap into GG to get a draw and getting your Chrono Jet so you have that column just feels good, you know? Yeah, it, it may not be as consistent. I guess, but whatever. If it makes us yeah. happy, it makes us happy. So,
2: no, I mean, here, and like we, we have one The Chronicle player that's also my friend, the one that won Belgium with me and recently won Belgium in the Belgium qualifier. What, Jay? And yeah, yeah, Jay. Yeah. He's like, he's always been a fan of TikTok worker. He used to play it as a starting vanguard. No, he used to play it, like in his deck and had Chrono Drown as a starting vanguard. Mm-hmm. And now he just has like, it has him as a starting vanguard. And he has like, I think one or two. In his deck, TikTok workers. Dang, yeah. So yeah, and it's it's horrible. <laughs> it's absolutely horrible playing yeah, no, against it. That's, uh... I mean, especially with um with the stand trigger that lets you draw a card. Or watar. Yeah, I just I hate her so
0: much. But when, just uh... like the
2: whole entire column, like well combo. It's just ridiculous. Well,
0: when when you get beat enough, you start to learn the names of your enemy, and then <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh,
2: I don't like. I just I don't want to associate myself with these cards because they're just pure. Oh my god, guys! Have you seen the new Stride? It was released in the anime.
0: Uh, Chrono Dragon GG, yeah, yeah, well aware. Oh my god. Okay. Like this is what I'm curious oh about. Oh my god. <laughs> so if it says it copies the effects, does it copy the cost? because yes i think so okay because in yu-gi-oh if you copy the effect of something you don't copy the cost so for example with diamond dude or if you like get rid of d draw you just draw two cards instead of having to drop a destiny hero draw two so if it's i'm
2: I'm guessing that you have to pay the cost as well
0: okay because if if that's the case then it's not quite as broke it's still pretty bad but like the um
2: it's still ridiculous but like imagine
0: no, no. imagine mystery flare right and you you just go on hit check top four for the thing without having a counter blast for afterwards <laughs> i don't know it, it, it'd be pretty crazy but but still that that next stage chronos command thing is scary Yeah, that on hit pressure oh. or
1: or if they're like the crouching tiger hitting dragon players have Chrono Dragon GG with rebellion and next stage. That's scary. They could
2: also just do Ragnar Clock if they want to for the extra crit. Cock and clock. I was losing my shit this morning when like well Jay showed me the card and was like, oh what do you think? And I was just like I hate your chronicle anyway. So I was like this is ridiculous. So I was writing with some of my Vanguard friends and one of them um is Tim he was the um, second guy that played Great Nature in the top 8 oh cool and he was like he was like oh well be happy that it was Gear Chronicle that got it because imagine if Great Nature got it big belly and managama and right. i was just like holy shit that oh would be God. so broken
0: i i i just i just call him phenomenon like from sesame street it's easier phenomenon yeah, yeah. But, yeah I, but
2: i just hope that like I, I don't I don't want Vanguard to be, like, the super, like, broken game. Do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, you mean, no, like, you the rock-paper-scissors format like Yu-Gi-Oh! has? I don't want that either. Yeah,
2: because, like, it's starting to look like... It's starting to look like it, kind of, to be honest. Because, like, Gear Chronicle is just so ridiculous at the moment.
0: I mean, luckily, if you yeah. have an early game, like, Seven Seas is kind of the kryptonite to Gear for now, anyway. Yes. To Gear Chronicle, for now. Because, like, the... Like, at the same time, though, any, any clan that can kind of either like luck out with its heel triggers or hunker down and like survive that first stride turn can mm. kill seventies. because the longer the game goes the worse it is for us which i don't
2: even think so because when when i played against Jay in the top eight in belgium it was it was a stupid round anyway but uh, it was like the, the second round because i went the first round and then the second round um he got to stride first uh-huh. and literally because of great nature rush he had like no cards in hand so uh, like he drew
0: let me guess because the just otter pardon is it because of uh sea glass otter because when you uh, say no left... i
2: I don't i don't play sea glass otter. i like.
0: love i love that otter so much because you can go rush no, and i, then I, bounce I
2: played um for tapia and for binoculars tiger oh, and then for crown tiger oh no because this is
0: um arusha right yeah okay no i'm talking about uh, you you run the otter in big belly sorry continue no
2: yeah i i don't i also don't run it in big belly i'm I, not a big fan of the card damn i love him <laughs> All right. I, I I don't see the big high, But anyway, and he initially had two cards in hand. One was a great free or stride photo, I don't remember. So he got a stride. And the second card was to mail him. So he's like, oh, i like a phoenix. And then mail him. And then literally because he had TikTok worker or is the start vanguard, he had like zero hard cards. So can- oh my God, cards in his hand. Oh my God. It's so late here in Germany. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like 11 o'clock. And mean, at the end, he had like five or six cards. Oh, and wow. I'm just like, holy shit. Like, this is so broken. He was like so, like, he was so far behind. And like, I was so sure that I was going to win. And then he's just like, oh, no. Because I have mail him a TikTok worker or shit. Yeah.
1: What Vanguard has on its side to kind of counter Gear Chronicle is the entire luck factor of the game. Yeah. He may draw just a bunch of great threes. <laughs> Like five cards typically just means that he has five different resources he can use, whether to guard or to stride or to call onto the field. Never know.
2: <laughs> but now it's not even bad because it's like the stand trigger says like you draw two cards, put them to your hand, and then you put one card from your hand back in the deck. So oh, yeah, it's like is- if he like if he did draw shit, he doesn't care. He's just gonna put it back in his hand. Or yeah. Like back in his deck. So I yeah. feel so broken. And then and then they brought out this grade free that's just like Oh, soul blast one, I'm a grade zero now. So please time leave me and you can get mail back. And I'm just like, this is so ridiculous. Like I don't know. I'm like I'm so salty when it comes to your chronicle. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I
0: know, no, I get it. You totally deserve it. Pet peeve, Boucherode. Shut up with Gear Chronicle, we beg you. Like, yeah, seriously.
2: Yeah. Because two two like two judges were watching our game yeah. and like they just looked away. Like, they just didn't even want to see it. And then, oh, like, one really? of them afterwards, like, he had to, like, um oh, I forgot the German word for it. I mean, the English word for it. He had to be, like, oh, Josie, like, it's fine. Like, it's Gear Chronicle. It's like Sympathy? Yeah, it, exactly. He had, like, he had to console me. Like, it yeah. was so, like, it was so sad
0: like gear
2: like, chronicles cancer <laughs> yeah it's it's so ridiculous like i mean if i give the new the clan booster and i'm just like like the they didn't deserve this
0: and the td and it's just god shut yeah. up it's too much yeah
2: like Overwork. like i like i know i know that he's the main character like chrono yeah. like you don't have to like but make like, the hard game about him
0: yeah, but like gold paladin the, like back in aichi I- days was not this bad thing saver yeah. and or like during legion era thing saver prominence glare it wasn't that bad there was other yeah. stuff like now it's just becoming yeah. this titan of industry literally
2: and the problem is it's like back then it's like it's the paladin like they didn't have everything like your chronicle did your chronicle has card draw and then it has like guard restriction yeah. it has multiple attacks yeah. And like, it's just like, it has removal. It just, it has yeah. everything.
0: Yeah. Like, like, Aquaforce and Nova Grappler are just like, I'm just going to step over here for a while and we're going to wait wait our turn. Because, like, the,
2: yeah. th- it's like, why, why play them clans if you can play Gear Chronicle? Yeah. Which is funny because Jay used to be a Aquaforce main.
0: Oh. And now he just
2: plays Gear Chronicle.
0: Poor guy. <sighs> That's such a bummer. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Here's another uh, pet peeve uh bandwagoners like okay look mm. I, I get if you want to jump on it just because it, it's good now but don't act like it was your idea
1: yeah because yeah, like even when people face my nova grapper that the crystal devil rush i always attribute it to reddit because yeah. it's like it's like this new nova grapper build that costs like 30 dollars, and it's like the budget fighters paradise but it's all reddit
0: so like well, I mean,
1: you gotta give where it's due
0: I mean, there's that, and then, like, okay, th- there was this guy at my locals who, literally, he would just play what was good. So, this is, like, a year ago. It was, like, around BTO, GBTO3. so it was right after I got back. He-, he was playing Great Nature, and that was just because the guy in New York won with Big Belly. L- and then, like, the next week, I come back, and he's running Link Joker because, you know, Amnesty started picking up steam. And then a week after, it started to regular. It, like, it- it's just ridiculous, the-, the people who just do it just because, you know, a slave to the trend yeah do your research i
2: wish I, I wish i had enough money to do that like i don't understand people because we have people like that too here in germany it's like they will have like whenever a new like a new clan becomes like made like meta or at least like this one deck
0: yeah like
2: they will instantly have it and then like i'm not i don't understand it like how people have enough money just to constantly keep like these playing the, the new trend
0: th- these are the same people who cause the really? like okay so for example before gbt07 like this is when we were getting names they released the name of defeat flare root flare dragon you know the flip up one burn a column that guy mm-hmm. went from like 10 to 30 overnight just because it had the flare name and then and then the and then they're like oh it's overlord related so so root flare dropped back down again but just seeing the name or a picture well, just causes this to spike overnight, and it's worse than most card games, and it's because of the same people who, like, jumping off the Titanic and just, like, jumping from lifeboat to lifeboat all the time.
2: It's it's like, um, it's like exactly the same when um, the Novell stride was released, and everyone was like, uh, well, not the effect, but just, like, there's going to be a Novell stride, yeah. and everyone was like, oh, Novell, like, everyone started, like, buying them. Yeah. Just like to resell them for like ridiculous prices. Or it was like um w- what really annoyed me personally was um back when Reverse came out Yeah. and it was Reverse Liquia. Oh yeah. And it was actually like and like Palladium was the first like clan that I ever played like back in like BT3 like mm-hmm. years ago. And I don't know, like I never I never bought Liquia just because I didn't like her like I was still playing my um my Robert because I yeah. just really like the soul blast I mean soul charge one look like at the top of your card yeah. like top of your deck yeah. and then like suddenly like to play the new pale moon like I had to have Liquia. and then she suddenly went from like oh like seven euros she went to like 30.
0: What?
2: Oh man, and it was and like she's still super expensive now because like all like until now like Pearl Moon literally just got Silverthorn support then because then they got because they got Venus and then they got the um the Legion but the Legion was shit so yeah. no one played it mm-hmm. and like it was just so expensive here in Germany and like I was so happy but I had my two
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it was just like it was so expensive
0: yeah what a shame and the overhype. well okay uh, the, like a PSA regarding that is. To the people who, okay, let's say you you want to pick up this clan or let, let's say you have the clan already and you, know, you don't have mm-hmm. this older card and then there's the picture or whatever. So you're like, oh, I got to jump on this now. And then you go on there and a vendor has spiked the price. The second the first person hits buy it now or purchase or whatever, that's the new price of the card. You've ruined it for the yep. rest yeah. of us. Just yep. wait a few days, wait a week. Don't ruin it for the rest of us. Luki8 could have stayed $15 or however many euros that is in exchange rate. I'm not very good with, you know. One,
2: I think one, card, one card prices in general are a little bit different. But yeah, but she just we what she went from like nothing to so expensive in like just in days and it it was horrible. But the same thing happened with um Nightmare Doll Alice.
0: Oh, yeah. When
2: um but like luckily because when I used to play her in my robot deck, mm-hmm. like I still had her. But like I saw people buying her and it was like 35 euros and i'm just like holy shit
0: okay you, you want to like, hear some? okay uh I, okay i gotta come to plane. so the day they released nightmare doll Catherine, i immediately I, I remember this exactly i ran into my living room and went on ebay there were four alices left at five dollars each and i bought them and then i went back a couple hours later and they were 25 each and then i sold them for 20 each i'm a bad person nice. yeah
2: Yep. that's like so typical Vanguard now, to be honest. I'm
0: sorry. Like, I'm I'm horrible. It's like uh.
2: it's like you're you part of a problem, but like I'm not allowed uh. to like No <laughs> I don't know. Date into me all
0: you want, I deserve it. I put on a baseball cap backwards so I can look even more like a douche. Just like dating I deserve it, all right?
1: Yeah, quite honestly, I'm I'm very guilty. I used to be very guilty of the same kind of like bandwagoning where I'd buy like the big like the big name decks or whatever. And then I started to realize that a, I wasn't really interested in playing half of these clans because I found them boring. Yeah. and B because like because of the fact that I'm an experimental person anyway, I'd rather play something that's innovative rather than well tested. So nowadays I've kind of like looked into because like I look into the new stuff that's like, like being released, like the OTT just got announced yesterday. yeah and I've been on area for a couple of hours today and i was looking into a bunch of oracle think tank builds that would incorporate new no mechanics or even new oracle support for older builds like amaterasu mm. rest in peace but yeah i've been looking into experimental things not just what's like current in meta you know yeah, yeah. And i feel like people if they want to do something similar To like bandwagoning, they should try to forge a new path with the new support that's coming out instead of just using the meta that's already here
0: i mean you can't do that like to the most extreme extent like if you have the cards or you know you still kind of need a starting point yeah but
2: like that's but that's that's also like a problem nowadays it's just like when you want to start vanguard it's so expensive now because it's like at least with me it was like i started off with pale moon then i went to great nature so like but like i still had all the old stuff and then i started playing um But, like, I've been playing it when, like, the cards, like, first got released. And, like, I still have, like, all of the old stuff. But, like, if you just now wanted to start playing Angel Feather and you were really interested in Norseal, have fun trying to get the Norseal cards from, like, Betis, like, 6. It's ridiculous. And they're so expensive. And, like, I remember when I paid for the the Grade 1 Norseal, like, €2.50, which is, like, nothing. And, like... At the start of this year, like she was thirty euros here. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. Like it's like I think it's so hard just to like start Vanguard now, to be honest, because it's like yeah, okay, let's say you want to like Gear Chronicle interests you, and you buy a um, trial deck, but then it's like, have fun. You need to buy for next stages.
0: Yeah. Like or uh, what's another one? Like my I, I got my uh, one of my comedian friends into Vanguard because I realized he was a, a super nerd like me. So it was mm-hmm. like, oh, good, I can drag you down ri- with me. So he uh, his first claim was Link Joker, which uh, I was like, you should not do that because it's really expensive. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> and he ended up... I, I, I have to commend him for this. Uh, Dominic was on last week's episode, but he made a deck with Alter Messiah, which you can get in the trial deck, and Imaginary Plane Dragon, which was a super cheap Legion. The deck ended up costing him like $50. The, only, oh. the, the most expensive thing he, he got... Two amnesty. This is before Exilis came out, so that wasn't a problem. So he got he got his two amnesty, and then like all the other basic, you know, bid crunches and stuff. And like he ended up going seven two, which is pretty damn good for Pomona mm. regionals. And th- this was with a deck where like you know he just missed top eight, but like yeah. yeah, he he did the best out of our group. So good on him. Like the the game definitely rewards loyalty which is kind of stupid it's the equivalent of baby boomers being like you know the the kids today today are too entitled i'm like yeah well the economy was good when you were a kid it's not for us good luck i think that's my friend it might be more of a u.s thing i'm sorry josie Um, i i don't know how it is over there is it hard to like be an adult in your 20s and
2: i'm i'm like i don't know like i'm, I'm only 18 and i still live with my parents oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: oh, no, I'm, I'm 22 i know one more year left in college and then uh You um... and my friends were talking about it recently
1: though about the economy of the card game market basically just a stock market
0: <laughs> yeah i actually i i did that with uh, muratomo and megacolony because someone announced okay tech booster is coming out with Mega megacolony great nature i'm like you know that would make it easier for me if I just built Muratumo and Mega Colony for cheap, and then when Tech Booster comes out, I can just you know invest in it on mass and then upgrade and sell them off. I did that. I made Muratumo for 80. I sold it for 145. Good on me. Mega Colony I, I made for 90, and a guy was gonna buy it for 185, and then he didn't. He couldn't pay, so I, I just have the deck sitting here, and I don't feel like upgrading it because I am not paying paying 40 dollars a piece for Amadeus or whatever that stride the gr stride that prevents you from calling rear guards i just call him Amade- oh. amadeus, amadeus. What, what's the name it's amadeus now forever <laughs> <laughs> amadeus.
1: Uh. Amadeus, amadeus,
2: amadeus. Yeah. What? But like even so like sometimes i wonder like where do people even get the prices from like you know what i mean because it's like we bought um six boxes from the new technical booster. Yeah. Yeah. And like I got I got super lucky. Like super lucky. I ended up getting like the great nature generation rare and like um in secret generation rare. And then I got like three big bellies and like everything that I needed. Apart from Arusha. Yeah. I think that's how you pronounce it. Arusha like I didn't get him once from like six boxes. It's a
0: good thing so, like, he's when like when I, three dollars.
2: Yeah exactly. Yeah. Like so I looked online and I was like oh shit I'm gonna have to order him. So, and I did also get um one more big belly and then, like, that one Big Belly costed more than my free Arushas, plus my Arusha and SP, because uh, he was in there for SP for, like, 10 euros, and then the rest were, like, 3 euros. And I was just like, huh. what the fuck? Like, yeah. why is yep. he so cheap and he's so expensive, and both of them are, like, triple res? Like, I understand that, like, Big Belly is super, like, I, I not think, broken, but, like, he is really good.
0: I think it's because Arusha is not, he's not an established deck.
2: Yeah. Big Belly yes.
0: and Fox Legion and Chat Noir have been around a while. Arusha is just kind of just showing up, and no one really knows how to but use like, him yet. I know, but, like, him every but like, even so, like yeah, Big three, Belly's universal. like three
2: euros is so sad.
0: A little bit, yeah, um, and like yeah. but like
2: he's so good in Chat Noir. Yeah. Like, but well, he's only good like that one stride. Well, that one ride when you break ride. But even so, it doesn't matter because you stride. Yeah. But like even so, like three euros, like it was so sad. I mean, like when it was on there for like, oh, you can get him an SP for ten euros. I was like, why wouldn't I do that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. A lot of it is artificial inflation. They kind of um, buy a whole bunch of them up and then artificially set a price. Like yeah. the blaster, the TD blaster blade costs like thirteen
0: dollars now. Oh shit! Really? Yep. Dang. I have, uh, I have the BTO-1 Blaster Blade. I have two of those. I don't know if they're worth um,
1: anything. Sure. I just know that the TD-1 is like $13 right now. It's really stupid. That is ridiculous. But it's because of the fact that, one, it's ancient, and nobody really like kept them around because...
0: Well, yeah. The, yeah. It, it depreciated over time, like, you know, physically. Mm-hmm. Wow. He is like, yeah, 10 to $13, depending on who you ask. That's funny. BTO-1 Blaster Blade is like anywhere between $7 and $10. It's less. Yep that's weird
1: yeah and what's even worse is that it's a trial deck card that you can just pick up a box and just say hey i got a td blaster blade that i can plus off of that's funny so weird
2: i just i i don't like the price it's like in general i think vanguard used to be a lot cheaper used to be maybe because the clans i play now like they've become a little bit more popular but like even so like i don't remember like Cards being so expensive. Oh, I remember when um oh what's she called Isolda, the perfect guard?
0: Isolde,
2: yeah. Yeah. I remember like when someone like like the community here was like freaking out because she was like fifteen euros. And now when I think about it, like I remember like a year ago, it was normal for a perfect guard. Like it doesn't matter which clan it was to be fifteen euros. Yeah. And now you look at the perfect guard from Kagero, the um the one that counter mm-hmm. charges, like that's like twenty five euros.
0: Yeah. Well I mean like Perfect guards used to be the most expensive card in the deck. But now as we get, you know, trial decks where the, the, they have like normal perfect guards that don't unflip and you have, you know, the unflipping perfect guards, and now you have the keyword perfect guards. There's more options, so like they're less expensive. Yeah. But now it the strides end up being the most expensive thing because they're the big like that's kind of universal.
2: But, but it's, it's starting to feel a lot like you feel because yeah. I was playing Hamzuka just with friends the other day. My friend was like, Oh, like how much does your deck cost? And I was like, well, I guess if you were to, like, take away the Creon Tigers and the G-Zone, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 30 euros. Yeah. Because, like, as soon as you add my, like, my G-Zone, alone, like, the big bellies. Like, you're already paying, like, 100. Yeah. And that's, like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, for it sure. It just feels dirty. I mean, it's not impossible to be budget. Well, nobody knows that better than Chris, but... Uh, nope. <laughs> um but, but they're, like, if depending on which deck you play, you can definitely do a budget. Like, you just have to time it right. Like, okay, so mm-hmm. I, I made a Witch Genesis deck, which uh, Richard is not, is testing it in the other room right now. I, I made the deck for counting G-Zone and everything, 80 bucks.
2: Mm-hmm. With
0: GPGs and yeah, everything.
2: Well, that's, that's good.
0: Because, well, okay, I, I got kind of lucky because this guy on the North America page had a Witch build that he, he made it in Legion format, so there was no G-Zone. And it was on the page for like two months. And I, and I was like, I will take that off you for 50 bucks. And he's like, deal. And I'm like... Store. I I have kind of a nose for deals. I think just uh, doing that and and, and I like to fuck around with stuff and you, you know it it helps you learn more in Vanguard so you know what you're playing against in the future and that's just yes. kind of how it is.
2: But I I totally agree because um do you remember a fighters collection? I'm Not sure. No, no it was a fighters collection. It was um extra booster for uh oh, I don't remember her name. Uh, she was called Brunhilda.
0: Well, that's at least
2: like the yeah Brunhilde.
0: yeah it's like, uh what what.
2: what One of my friends recently built a deck around her.
0: Really, and
2: like it's so ridiculous. It's Genesis, right? Um, Yes. Yeah. Let's
0: see. It's like
2: it's such a ridiculous deck, and like it costs absolutely nothing.
0: It's a cross ride. You counterblast four, soulblast six. Choose three of your opponent's rear guards, retire them, and draw a card for each thing retired. All right. I just I gotta ask, how do you pay for that counterblast?
1: Um. Basically, what you do is you kind of just sit for a while and let them like kick your ass a little bit and then you stop them right at about like five damage (laughs) and you just start guarding like crazy (laughs) yeah
0: it's not even
2: bad it's It's like i mean like it's so it's so stupid because um the new well not new but they have this um snore elemental i think it is oh and it's like you you bind him like two of them and then like a cost a card's cost that's like at least four counter blasts and six soul blast, it's yeah. free.
0: Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, and nope. I'm
2: just like, what the fuck? And then like they don't go deck out because of a stand trigger. Oh dream. And there. then you also have this um older Genesis card. I think but well, it's not old. it has generation Brick one. But it says when a card is soul blasted, you can put it under your deck, but it's a once per turn effect. Claimer
1: Harry. So it's like Claimer, yeah, Harry. so you can
2: just keep yeah, so you just keep putting like triggers back in your deck, and then when you're getting close to deck out, you just use the stand trigger and just Put everything back in there, and it's just—it's crazy. It's so budget, but like I've lost against this deck so many times.
0: I I need to and see this list,
2: like please. It's send because it's to like me. if if you can't brush it, like you're dead. You're just literally going to go deck out. Huh. I think because oh, no, this deck it stalls so hard, but it's ridiculous.
0: All right, please, he 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 send it to me. The... Same.
2: So, yeah, I'll I'll ask I'll ask my friend for um a deck list, and I'll just send it to you over Facebook
0: much appreciated because
2: like it's like the card actually goes like two yeah. euros here and yeah. it's just ridiculous and she's cross ride
0: yeah yes
2: she has 13 which is actually a lot more annoying than you would think
0: no for sure i, I know what you're talking about sitting on a sitting on a fat ass is hard to, yeah. You yeah. Know, uh, yeah good any any other pet peeves because we're kind of coming up on the hour mark and uh i don't really yeah. have much else to say yeah, yeah, same.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> i guess that's kind of i i know this went off topic but this was so fun thank you yeah Thank you guys for you know taking the time and especially because it's like eleven where you are, Josie.
2: It's like half eleven here now, and I have school in the morning, and oh. I still haven't finished my homework. <laughs> oh my
0: god, I'm so sorry. All right, well,
2: it's it's all right.
0: Okay, well, uh, until next time on Nexus at night, I was Atlas and this is Chris and Josie <laughs> and have a good night, everyone. <laughs> take this time to thank all listeners that happen to come across this podcast. Uh, be sure to rate and like us on iTunes and to, you know, suggest this to your friends. I'd also like to thank Lil Elephant, the Oakland based band that supplied our intro and outro music. Uh, you can find them at lilelephunk.com so L-A-L-E-L-E-P-H-U-N-K You can also tweet us at Tour, VGNexusCorp, so V-G-N-E-X-U-S C-O-R-P-S or you can tweet me, Atlas Novak. So, at A T L A S, N is in Nancy, O V is in Victor, A C K. Have a good night, everyone.